Do you know the difference between inspections, appraisals, and lender commitment work orders? Do you know how much time you have to respond to repair requests after an inspection? Well, listen in, because today we're shedding light on these questions and more. Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes and try to keep our kids alive. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. Today we are talking about inspection misconceptions. Oh yes. (laughs) Inspections are, they can be like kind of a harrowing point of the negotiating process and just the whole home buying and selling situation. Yeah, the whole process. Because you never know what could or may or may not come up. Right, right. And on both sides. I mean, I'd like to think that most sellers are as honest as they can be, you know, and so, and the stuff that comes up on an inspection is genuinely a surprise in a lot a of cases. surprise and unknown. To all parties. So um, we're not making anybody out to be a villain when we have a home inspection. It's just the best practice for... All um, parties involved. Yeah, totally, totally. So... Um, One of maybe the biggest, uh, I don't know if it's a misconception or if it's just a question about home inspections is how much time do I get? Yes. And And, and what does that time frame look like? And what do I have to get accomplished inside that time frame? frame. Correct. So our boilerplate contracts are written such that they give us X number of days to complete the inspection contingency. So tell us what that means. Well, what that means is the the work needs to be completed within calendar days, not business days. So Christmas Day doesn't count? Yes. Sundays? Yes. Every single day. Every single day counts. And it's the amount of time that's written into a contract, um, Mm -hmm. and that's discussed between realtor and client, the buyer client, what's written in. And and, and can be negotiated by the seller. seller. In a counteroffer, right? Um, But with that being said, within that time frame, you you not only have to complete all the, you know, the general home inspection, Mm -hmm. but also any follow-up inspection. So if let's say you're checking for radon or you're checking for mold, or um, let's say you're doing a sewer scope on, on the plumbing, with that being said, you have to yeah. complete all inspections. Within that time frame that's written in, you also need to be able to negotiate any repairs that are being requested right. by the buyer. So and notice she didn't say ask for. She said negotiate. Negotiated and requested. Right. So that means, let's say I've got three, my, me and my buyers, we send over to Tasha and her sellers a list of three things we want fixed. Just because I sent it to Tasha and her sellers within the time frame does not mean that our contingency window is complete. Like if tomorrow at midnight our contingency window expires and Tasha and her sellers haven't responded to us, we're not getting any repairs. Any repairs And we're closing as is. So let that sink in for a minute. We, as your realtors, we are responsible for staying on top of these timelines because um, we don't want anything to be assumed like, oh, well, we asked for it. So just because they haven't responded doesn't mean that they're not going to do it or they are. Oh, yeah, that's what it it really can mean. That's what it can mean. Right. And not to say that if something comes up and you need additional time, that all parties maybe can't uh, agree to to extend extend the time frame. Yeah. And that does happen sometimes. So let's say... um, 
buyers are interested in purchasing the house they have a home inspection during the home inspection they they're you know walking around and they decide oh we really would like to remove this wall but we don't know if it's load bearing or not now most home inspectors are going to say maybe they'll give you their opinion but they're going to say you know we're not contractors so you need to get a contractor in here so if you're on day eight and you've got a 10-day window and you need to bring in a contractor you may need to ask the sellers if you can have more time to bring that additional professional in to look at that load bearing wall if this would be an item that you would say not buy the house if it you know the answer wasn't in your favor so any follow-up inspections, any inspections really of any kind either need to be happening within that time frame or you need to be asking for an extension. And the negotiations on any of those items Correct. need to happen inside that and, time frame or one, ask for an extension. The one thing that I very commonly, well, not very commonly, all the time tell my <laughs> clients is within the time frame that's written into that contract, both mm -hmm. sides have to come to an agreement, agreement. on how the yeah. negotiations will move forward yes. with the requested repairs. Yep. So it needs to, everyone has to be on the same page, be in agreement, and it needs to be in writing, yes. and all parties need to sign off and date that agreement and right. those requested repairs. So everyone is on the same page. Well, they need to agree to when they're going to complete and, them. And when not, they're going to be completed. Not complete them in that Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Sorry. thank you for pointing Maybe that I, out. You, you jumped ahead and I'm yeah. so thankful for that. But that's true. You don't have to have the agre agreed <laughs> the upon things completed. Yeah. But you need to be on the same um, you have to be in the same agreement on when the work is going to be completed, right. who's paying for what, and how it will look to complete said repairs. Absolutely. Yeah, so if you write down seller to have the chimney um, cleaned before closing, the seller can wait until the day of closing, the morning of, technically it's before <laughs> closing. We certainly don't recommend that. But you as the buyer need to know that that's the, the time that you allowed them. So if you want to get back in, you want to see that that's done two days before closing, maybe at your final walkthrough, it's probably a reasonable idea to write it that way. Write it in. Yep. Work we, to be completed. Yep. We are asking for this to be done before, before our final the walkthrough. Before the final walkthrough or, receipt to be provided to the buyer. That's another thing. Yes. If you are wanting something done, do not assume that the seller is going to hire a licensed professional to do it yes. if you don't specifically say Ask so. Ask for a licensed professional to and do the work. We would almost, I mean, almost always make that recommendation. I'm sure there are some exceptions where they're you know a general contractor can complete the job but if it's a plumbing thing an electrical thing an hvac issue it's really safer for all parties involved and this has to do with the seller too seller you do not want to find out six months after closing that 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 electrical outlet that you replaced on your own and didn't have an electrician do um caused a house fire that is not worth the 300 bucks that you saved <laughs> not hiring exactly. a, a pro to do that for you. So, um, or whatever the rate is, I don't know. But um, it's, it's generally wise to have a licensed professional do work that is suggested to be done by a licensed professional. Correct. Right? <laughs> Correct. So th that, those are just some important things to keep in mm -hmm. mind. Um, Let's talk about what if your offer is contingent? on a house that you have to sell. So you're a buyer, 
you make an offer on house A and your own house that you're currently living in, you need it to sell in order to purchase house A. It depends. When are you having that home inspection? Well, it de- there's exceptions. There are all there kinds always exceptions. of ideas. But here. technically, if it's not written in, you need to complete that before your yeah. home is being sold unless it's written into the contract, exactly. into the purchase agreement, that the home inspection would not take place until that specific contingency is removed. Mm-hmm. That the home that you are selling has an agreed upon accepted purchase agreement offer on it. Right. So, and a seller may not like that, right? They may not want to wait however long it takes for you to receive an offer on the home you're currently living in before you release that contingency for them. So that's where that becomes a negotiable point. If you're trying to present the seller with a strong offer, you may want to go ahead, put yourself out there, spend the money to hire an inspector and get that inspection out of the way long before um, potentially you have your home sold, your contingent home sold. But, but it could cost pro- you. It could cost you too. Mm-hmm. You may not you end, up end, end up with a home. Yeah, you could there's end up inspecting a home everything. <laughs> and then get pushed out because another offer comes in and you haven't sold yours. And yeah, so that's you have the to rely on your realtor for exactly. advice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, how about appraisal versus inspection? They are very different, they are and this—they the are not the same thing. Um, the inspection is paid for, and um, it's done by you as the as the buyer. If mm-hmm. you're the buyer, it's done by you. You pay for the inspection or any follow-up inspections, and that is your report done by and a you home inspector. Are welcome to attend. Correct. The home inspection done by a professional home inspector, and that is done for your information. Um, the appraisal, on the other hand. Yes, that is ordered by the bank. Right. When you're still you have, paying for it, You're buyers. still paying for it Not with the, your yeah. closing costs, <laughs> but some of your closing costs. Yep, but yep. the appraisal is ordered by the bank when you yes. finance uh, the purchase of a home. Yep. And uh, it has two parts to it. It's one, making sure that the value is there, that the agreed upon purchase price, the value matches mm-hmm. up with the agreed upon purchase price. And the second item is the appraiser is verifying that the home, um, there are no work orders needed to be able to faithfully pass this home along to the buyer. Right. That Why don't you in, ex- expand upon that? Well, yeah, no, exactly. No. That it's in the condition that the bank is willing to finance it in. Correct. It's different types of financing, so conventional, VA, FHA, USDA, USDA, different types of financing have either more or less stringent rules on their appraisers inspections. But uh, I think the point we're trying to get at is don't rely on your appraiser to call out a problem. Um, So if you are purchasing a home and you're just like, well, I'm not going to have or hire a home inspector because my bank is having an appraisal and they'll tell me if there's something wrong. Number one, it doesn't automatically become a negotiable item just because an appraiser calls it out. Exactly. And number two, they're not as thorough as the home inspector that you're going to hire if you're the buyer to do a home inspection for your knowledge of the condition of the home. And lastly, let's talk about lender commitment work orders. Yes. One thing I very much want people to understand is that has nothing to do with the inspection. It has nothing to do with buyers asking for repairs done on the home. This is strictly to do with the appraisal. Yes. Very much so. Yep. You're only getting a repair under this particular clause if the bank's appraiser says it has to be done in order to finance the home. Correct. So we will, oftentimes when we're working with a buyer, we will put an amount in there um, 
and usually it's not a large amount of money, but it's a dollar figure that we say, you know what, if the appraiser comes back and says, there were some wires sticking out of the wall, they just need to be covered with a, you know, appropriate electrical cover and cap. Um, and we don't really want to be at the 11th hour, you know, a, a week or so before closing when everybody's super busy trying to negotiate who's going to hire an electrician to get into the house, whatever. To fix that issue. Yeah. If we have a small but, you know, reasonable amount in this lender commitment work order portion of the contract, it basically tells the seller if something like this comes up and it's within that dollar figure it's not likely that it would cost more than that dollar figure on the contract that the seller will just handle it. Correct. And do not that's confuse really that thinking that that's the only amount you need to pay for for an inspection. Those are two entirely different, totally different, situ- things. different things, different different items. Yep. And also, if nothing comes up that is required for repair by the appraiser, if, if there are no required repairs, um, you don't, as the buyer, like get that money. That is not money that no. the seller is going to give you because there were no repairs. So don't want you to make that misconception. And then um, the other thing is if it's something that's, you know, oh my gosh, house needs a new roof. That happened to Eric and I on the first house that we bought together. Um, if, if there's $500 in your lender <laughs> commitment work orders and the appraiser comes back and says, really sorry, but this house needs a new roof before the bank is willing to finance it. That's not going to be enough money. That becomes a negotiable so item. So now you're in an yeah. entirely different situation. And, and, and you're and going you're back to the table negotiating yeah. with the seller. Yep. Unless, uh, right? I mean, because this is a blank line. We can write any amount that the both parties are willing to accept on this line. So maybe you're anticipating that that's going to come up and you want to address it if it does come up and put $12,000 in there. It would be uncommon. It would be uncommon (laughs) and it would be a difficult negotiation. (laughs) Tasha's looking at me on the side of her eye like, you went there? Really? Yeah, you went there really. That's exactly Listen, there are a lot of other moving parts to every contract. This podcast is not meant to substitute your need and the suggestion (laughs) of hiring a professional realtor. Exactly. Um, We just wanted to point out a couple common inspection misconceptions. misconceptions. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you hear, you can check out our library of tons more episodes on realtormomspodcast.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please never hesitate to reach out. We would love to be your realtors. This podcast is produced by Realtor Moms Podcast, Jamie R. Swenson and Tasha Barrett, Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.